You're about to experience the cultural phenomena that's sweeping the nation. Oh yeah, it's happening. Sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Stinking Paul's podcast with Scott and Paul. Good evening. Good evening, Scott. Hello. This is a bit weird. It's the first time it's been just me and you. Yeah. Uh, it feels like we're having some sort of extramarital affair. <laughs> no, no Liam and, and no Charlie, which is very bizarre. Um, Charlie's at the football. Yep, and he'll be a happy boy. They are winning, or they've won. They've won. Yeah. Okay, Charlie's on his way to record the next two episodes with us. Yeah. But for tonight, what are we watching this evening, or reviewing this evening? We are watching, <coughs> I think it was Charlie's sort of yeah, off the cuff he, choice. He it? knew he wasn't going to be here tonight. Yeah. So we said, just give us a film that we can talk about while we're waiting for you. Now, obviously, Liam was going to be part of this conversation, but it's down to us. So this might be very, very short review. but Yeah, it's, uh, what did you choose? Ghost Dog, The Way of Samurai. Had you ever heard of it? The strange thing is... Because it's Forest Whitaker. Yeah. I'd, um, I'd come across it before. I'd seen it on telly and I'd sort of tuned in halfway through when there was nothing else on. Yeah. So I've seen bits of it. Yeah. So I knew he'd done this film, but I didn't know too much about it and I'd never watched the whole thing. I only knew the title. I, I, I knew nothing about it. I knew, looking into it, Jim Jarmusch. I know of Jim Jarmusch. I know Forrest Whitaker. Let's play the trailer and we'll go straight into the review. Okay. A whole new century is coming, Louis. And Mr. Vargo wants every member of his family to make it a priority to erase this weirdo. This guy is a professional. Going after him could be very dangerous. Better him than you, right, Louis? Every day without fail. One should consider himself as dead. They're gonna whack you, Ghost Dog. If they don't find you, they're gonna whack me instead. Get the message off. If a samurai's head were to be suddenly cut off, he should still be able to perform one more action with certainty. What is that supposed to mean? It's poetry. The poetry of war. I've been expecting you. It all starts with the pad and venture. We begin to work watching this rap session. Once again on the run, me the black stagger. Ghost dog. Did I hear it? Nigga, and bang your head, punk. Ah. And it don't, 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 Ghost dog, the way of the samurai. Released on the 28th of April 2000 in the UK, directed by Jim Jarmusch, starring Forrest Whitaker, Henry Silver, John Tormey. Tormey? John Tormey. 
<laughs> so, so my screen is just that little bit too far away from my eyes for me to make out exact letters. Um, first time watch for both of us. Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I texted you in the week. Yep. And said I was struggling with it, and you said stick with it. Yeah. I take it you like this movie. I I don't mind the movie. Yeah. You don't mind the movie. Yeah. It's it's not a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it's I I found it quite an easy watch. Uh, I like Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. It's it's quite a strange role for him. It is a weird one. But then it's quite a strange idea as well to have this black guy from the streets that is a self-trained samurai who's an assassin for the mob. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't have all those words in the same sentence. Yeah, somebody sat down, Jim Jarmusha, if it was, and thought, well, what genres can I cram into one movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get everyone to like yeah, it. Some, yeah, something for everybody here. Fun for all the family. <laughs> um, I'm not a massive fan of this. Did you push yourself to watch it? I did. Yeah. I struggled. Really? Yeah, and... There's some funny lines in it um, from the... Carrier Pigeon, Passenger Pigeon, the guy that shouts out Passenger Pigeon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fucking yeah. hilarious. But oh, I don't know what it was. It was... I, I look back after watching this because I'm on letterbox.com where you have to rate and review your own you know, your yeah. watches and things like that. So it's a five-star system. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I want to give it X amount of stars. What's everybody else saying about this film? And I could not find a bad review for this movie. Yeah, it's, it's sort of critics sort of like it, don't they? It's... And it wasn't just that. It was the everyday sort of view in public were looking at this and saying, masterpiece, perfect blend of genres, perfect tone, cinematography, X, Y, Z. I didn't think it was anything special. I couldn't see what they were raving about. I mean, what what year was this? Uh, well, it came out two thousand here, but I think it was ninety nine. Is the actual sort of year? I mean, for one that's only what eighteen years old, mm. I don't think it's aged very well. Okay, but I did, I did quite like the story, and obviously, rather than make it this fast paced action film, yeah, the directors tried to reel it in a bit slow down the pace of the movie yeah. make it more artistic than perhaps it needed to be but that's that's the sort of movies Jim Jarmusch makes yeah. he, he does make these more sort of arty farty type movies for want of a better phrase um, I don't think he was setting out to make a Scorsese type gangster movie he wanted to no. do his I mean obviously j- just when when you say what it's about that it's going to have some comedy moments in it because it's just a strange combination. Well, yeah, you've got the pigeon whisperer that lives on, <laughs> that lives on his own. Lives on his own in a shed. The, the only <laughs> friend he's got is the French ice cream seller. Is it Raymond? I think so. It doesn't understand the, the word he says. Doesn't understand the word he says. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what copy you got of this, but I got a DVD version. Does it have subtitles when the French guy is speaking? Yes. The copy I acquired yeah. um, didn't have any subtitles. <laughs> okay. And it actually, I think it added to it 
because you didn't know what was being said. Yeah, either. I was in his position where I didn't I speak a little bit of French. Yeah, so I could pick out a few bits. Yeah, but I was yeah I was just <laughs> him standing by the ice cream truck waffling and, away. What? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, have I told you the story? Real Britannia, the other movie podcast that I do with Tony. Uh, we reviewed Doctor No a few weeks, a few months back. And Tony didn't have a copy of it, so he acquired a copy, or he was watching a streaming version of it yeah. online. And it was all in Dutch. What? And I said, oh, so you watched it in Dutch with subtitles? But, oh, no, there was no subtitles. What? So he watched the whole of Doctor No in Dutch. And then we sat and reviewed it. <laughs> and he said, luckily I've seen it before. <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to say, how do you get a grasp of the dialogue? If... Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, so that's, that's Tony for it. I said, well, you should have just borrowed my copy. He went, no, I was into it by then. He's <laughs> quite quite fun. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Jarmusch was trying to make like a Scorsese-type gangster film here. It's mm. his his take on on that genre, but he, he takes it to a different to a different place. I mean, there's some nice sort of relationships, as it were, in the film, mm. like the fact that he's sort of befriended by this the little girl in the park. Yeah. Like oh obviously completely innocent before yeah. we go anywhere yeah. else with that. Yeah. Um because he's a loner, always has been, apart from his pigeons and He's well known amongst the neighbourhood though, isn't he? Yeah. He's the guy with the case, but in yeah. the in the case he's all um, manner of like weapons and respected by all, all the all the hoods. people yeah, all the people on the corners and that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's strange that the fact that he was loyal to this guy that saved him yeah. when he was young, mm. um, but then had to go after him because they couldn't have an assassin that was black yeah. <laughs> that killed one of their own, yeah. even though they paid him to kill one of their own. That was the bit that confused me, because they paid him to do a job, but then because the girlfriend was there in the room... Yes, and had seen it, but even though she wouldn't say anything... He was a liability or something. Yeah. Is that how it worked out? That uh, was, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, also, the way they worded it, the boss worded it, yeah. was that, no, it couldn't have an outsider kill one of their own. Oh, I think right, it okay. To be within the Italian yeah, community it, or something. Yeah, it should have been done by the Mafia, yeah. Right. I wanted to like it. I, I desperately wanted mm. to like this film. Like you say, Forrest Whitaker's in it. What's not to like about yeah. Forrest Whitaker? Henry Silver who yes. you don't see in sort of later movies like this. He was he was king of the bad guys in the 80s, wasn't he, Henry yeah, yeah. Silver? Woefully underused in this, I think. And and when you sort of think it's going to develop into, like, towards the final act, there's going to be this sort of, like, massive bloodbath and things like that. It's, yeah. it's a little bit it's almost, subdued. It, it was, as they said, it was like high noon, wasn't it? It was, mm. it was on the street. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just very clinical. Everybody got shot. There wasn't, yeah. you know, I think at the beginning, wasn't he whacking a great samurai sword about or something? Yes. I'd have loved to have seen him like chopping a few people up, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of his killings were done with a pistol. With a pistol and a silencer. Yeah. The music. Mm. Now, if Liam was here, I think this is where the conversation would develop the music because it's, it's Rizza, isn't it? it was, yes, yeah, there was a lot of. Um, Gangster rap, yeah, pop. which doesn't mean a thing to me. No, 
us two are probably <laughs> the, the least ones. qualified to talk about that kind of music. Charlie and Liam were here. Yeah. That would be, they'd have loved the film perhaps just for the music. And it would have been one of the high points for them and the way the story developed around the music and stuff like that. Yeah. For me. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav was mentioned. I knew, I knew when, him. <laughs> when the mafia guy started rapping. Yes. That was hilarious. With the Italian accent and dancing about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, I'll tell you what put me off this is probably what got me on edge from the start towards the beginning there's a scene where Forrest Whitaker steals the car mm. and he's driving along and he pops a CD into the, the CD player and I'm assuming it's Rizzo is playing and it goes into this dreamy like almost like a pop video mm. because it plays the full length of that track you get three and a half minutes of this yeah. particular track but all he's doing is driving. Lots of like street lights and yeah. you know going through tunnels and saying hello like. to the odd person as he drives yeah. by, sort of thing. But it was yeah. as if Jim Jarmusch had done a, a pop video for that particular track, and then it happened again a little bit later. There's another track yeah. being played, and it's all the pigeons flying and things like that. And I think, please don't let this just be like a big montage type again, thing. It, it seemed to me you could do that for twenty seconds, you'd get the message. Yeah, it seemed. Padding. Yeah, so I'm, it then makes me think that okay, is Rizzo the selling point here of the movie, oh, rather than yeah. Forrest Whitaker? So is he trying to attract that audience to watch the film? And and because I'm not a fan of that sort of music, instantly it's sort of like okay, I'm not enjoying this as you much as I'm. Like public Enemy? No, I don't. <laughs> Who's she? You know, that's that's my standard answer. Whenever Charlie knows a rap artist, oh, I'm aware of her work. You know, it's <laughs> got no idea. The last, yeah. the only rap record I'm aware of is Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. The Message. When was that? Seventy yeah, <laughs> eight. Yeah. You know, that was that was the last, the first and last bloody rap record I ever owned. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I know some of that music, but probably after. Oh, what, after this, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was to me. It, it was a an easy watch. I did start to feel the length of the film at times. Mm. If it hadn't have been Forrest Whitaker in that role, it would have made it even less of a watch. I think there wasn't any famous faces apart from Henry Silver, who was woefully underused, as I said. But yeah, because I was googling the the rest of the cast seeing if I'd seen them in anything else yeah. and it's just like no TV and yeah and it's probably deliberate then I don't know mm. Jim Jarmusch doesn't use famous actors possibly I don't I don't know too much about him to but be honest the role was written for Forrest Whitaker was it he had him in mind to do it which is a very bizarre choice as you said yeah and, and also it was there's a lot of fact that it seems that the whole plot of it seems to be plagiarised a little Right. After there was a film, a French film called Le Samurai. Le Samurai, great film. Yeah, and they say a lot of it is nicked from that and and a a couple of other things um, around about that time. And it's it's almost like someone's taken two or three films they've seen, mashed a plot together. It's a Tarantino. Yeah. Because that's what he does, isn't it? He, He does... He says he doesn't plagiarise movies, but he takes elements of his favourite movies and mm. creates his own. Um, the Samurai, it's, it's a Melville film. Um, one of mine and Charlie's, we're a bit wary of introducing that to you, actually. We're not <laughs> sure if you'll like it. Um, might be just one for me and Charlie. You'll have to read stuff on the screen. 
Yeah, 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 French stuff. Yeah, it's there. Um, <laughs> there's a trope in this movie or this this type of movie. Whenever you get a hitman or a badass character or you know somebody that's a bit bit moody and a bit tough, they've got this bizarre other side to them, right? So Forrest Whitaker is this cool, calculating killer. Yeah. But his other side is the fact that he reads pigeons. Yeah. Right? This happens quite a lot. I mean, you always get like the bad guy that's quite willing to take over the world or bomb places or shoot people, but he's got this bizarre love for opera or classical music or fine arts or something. Just remind me, have you yeah. seen John Wick? Yes. He starts his killing spree because they kill his dog. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Because of his love for the puppy. Then again, again, the puppy was his only memory of his wife, wife, wasn't yeah, it, or something? But, yeah. Um, little thing <laughs> sent him over the edge. Yeah, but I, I, I'm trying to pinpoint other movies where I've seen it, but the, the bad guy or the hitman... Mm, it's got a quirk or yeah, something. Yeah. There's always something about him that has this softer, bizarre side to him. Mm. John Reno in, in Leon, the pot plant. You know, he's, he's, he cares for this plant. Have you not seen Leon? <laughs> Again, this cool, calculating killer yeah. that spends his time looking after a rubber plant. Okay. Not a real one, then. No, the rubber one. Yeah, fake. <laughs> <laughs> I got bored with it, which is a, is a shame because I wanted to like it, as I say. It, yeah. And when I wanted the pace to pick up at the end... It was just even more disappointing because it didn't end as I wanted it to end. Um, this is the second Forest Whitaker film in so many weeks. Yeah, in two episodes. Yeah, is he already in your? I don't think we reviewed any other Forest Whitakers. No. In a second, I will quickly check. Not done phone booth or no. Uh, the last last King no. Of Scotland. Certainly haven't done Battlefield Earth. Blown away. No, I love Blown Away. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that to the table. Actually, Blown Away. Um, No, we haven't even done um, Crying Game. Was he in there? Yeah, yeah, very, very um, early role for him. Platoon. We haven't done. He was in Platoon. He was in an episode of Different Strokes. Oh wow! Oh, he must have been quite. He must have been as a kid then. Must have been. No, this is our second Forest Whitaker movie, so oh, one, one more and we will get him into the Village Hall of Fame. I, I would probably summarise this film as a reasonable watch, not one you're going to go back to anytime soon, but if I saw it on telly in a few years' time, I might watch it. Yeah. But it's not one I would say to any of my mates. Got to like, watch that. Yeah, watch that. It's all right. <laughs> it, it's... It's almost like you don't... Well, I don't want to slate it because it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad, bad movie. No, no. But it was just sort of very mediocre. Yeah. It was a mediocre plot with a bit long, um, not quite enough action, but it promised it, but never really there were, there. And there were some quirky bits in it that you think, oh, if they'd have just developed that a little bit yeah, more, that would have... That there was a couple of laugh out loud moments in it passenger pigeon when the guy shouted at passenger pigeon <laughs> I, I just i laughed i did laugh um, and he's quite racist as well isn't he yes, that guy as well yeah yeah, yeah i liked him yeah <laughs> reminded you of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, yeah. I'll be intrigued to know why Charlie has selected it. Yeah, and I, I, whether he actually likes it or he's actually picked it because it isn't as good as he I, thought. It I might. reckon if he liked it, it'll be a lot of it to do with the music. Yeah, I think he's a bit of a Jim John Moose fan anyway as well. Right. So. Yeah, well, it will question him when we see him very soon. Yeah, you can hit him for choosing it. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with what we're watching next time after this. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Okay, Paul, for our next episode, again, selected by Charles. Mm, have to stop him choosing We have to stop films. him because this one <laughs> <laughs> is from 1997. It's directed and written by Gary Oldman, starring Ray Winston, Kathy Burke, Charlie Creed, Miles, and a host of EastEnders actors and actresses. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely a lot of them. Yeah, Neil by Mouth. Uh, without giving too much away, because we're going to be recording this episode as soon as, as soon as Charlie turns up in a minute, what did you think? Just without giving too much away, nil by mouth. Harrowing. Harrowing's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of a word to describe it. The only way I could describe it was, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, and at one particular point it was, a, ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not for the faint-hearted. Not for the faint-hearted. So... Please stay tuned for our next episode, which will be Neil by Mouth from 1997. Charlie will be with us. Paul, thank you very much for being here this thank afternoon. Thank you. Pleasure. See you very soon. Bye. The management of this theatre suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you feel down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends. With your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try positive thinking. Treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you ugly bitch. Oh, shut up, we enjoy it.